Yeah. Previously on the Black Tribbles. Back where it all began. <laughs> but he had that little twist to his accent because sometimes he'd get real high pitched for no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like he, like when he was giddy, like he sounded like a giddy kid in a mask. Yeah. <laughs> like they should have had I'm subtitles. Sure, I'm sure. When they were, when they were ever facing up against each other, been they should have had subtitles. I'm sure all of the sound dudes on the set. We're like, hey guys, can you focus and not look at the girl butt? She walked by. Thanks. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at Lies. Anyway, because you know this fool was. You know this fool was. Don't look, don't look, don't look shocked. Don't you know look what shocked. she did. Yeah. What? Looks at you. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Anyway, um, I lost my train of thought just that quick. Whatever. Oh, why? Because you're not supposed to be looking at the girl. Whatever. Um, I feel like we're losing track, folks, gentlemen. Stay focused. What was the question that you were saying? <laughs> what I was, what I was, I was looking, looking at her butt. <laughs> I, looking, I just saw an odd shape in the shadows. And I was over to side. You hate my face. She said, I now you have permission. Where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? It is your black triples. Seven is a number, both prime and divine. Seven yeah. is a number, both prime and divine. Seven is a do. number, both prime All and divine. Seven is a number, Check both prime and divine. United like the Justice League, we unlimited. Five transformed into seven. Magnificent amalgamation. Super Saiyan, we ain't playing. 106.5 is the radio station. Triple Nation is the name of the tribe. 610-267-215. All around the globe in every area code. Online, on air, whatever the mode. Days and nights, live or recorded. Listeners rewarded with the rawness. Keeping it flawless like a Batman plan. Jedi flips or a Spider-Man handstand. Peace to every geek we stand for. From Kronos to the bottle, city of Candor. We about to catch wreck. Turn up your set, black triples on deck. Y'all know what time it is. Black triples in your area. Let's go. studios of WPPM 106.5 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and kittens, children of all ages, welcome to a brand spanking new edition of Black Tribble! My name is Len, a.k.a. The Bat Tribble. And as always, I'm joined in this lovely studio by Yo, yo, what's up? What's up, y'all? I'm out here catching ball. Wow. Oh, I was trying to. <laughs> I'm terrible at this. Whatever. I also caught a foul ball this week, so I'm happy. I'm Kennedy. What's up? 
Hey, yo, what it do, y'all? It's the trouble behind the veil. You know, the one that's going to raise all heck when it came to Muay Thai. What's up, y'all? Super Saiyan trouble in the building. Much love, much love. The uncanny trouble is on her way, on her way here, ladies and gentlemen, um, as well as the master triple is not here. Super triple is not here. The phone lines are ringing, so I guess I'm gonna have to pick up this phone right now because somebody's already on the phone. Hello, caller. You are live on Black Tribbles. Who's this? Hello, caller. Hello, 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 hello. Caller, did you get nervous? Going once. Hello, caller. Going twice. Hello, caller. You're off. You're out. All right. So perhaps they hung up. Perhaps they hung up. But hey, it's cool. We have a fun show, as usual, planned for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as we are going to be speaking with noted author and cartoonist Allison Wilkes, talking about uh, all of her works, including her, her, her brand new graphic novel, Cronin, which is in stores uh, now, available from Tor Books. We're going to be talking about that. Um, we're also in the second hour on top of having our usual geek this week in geek history and Ariel's uh, suggested reading. Um, we're going to take advantage of there being uh, our, our two grand dames of geekdom here in the building yes. and and the senior and the younger folk of, of tripledom here. And Dante, our, our intern, is going to give us a little trivia Trivia quiz tonight. Trivia? A little geeky, geeky trivia quiz. What? I didn't know there was going to be a quiz. Yeah. 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 I didn't study or anything. Well, well, you'll have your partner, uh, Ariel, to back you it's up. It's a pop quiz, baby. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought you were done with them, right? Like, I, this is crazy. And uh, I, we are always, we are streaming live out on Facebook Live, ladies and gentlemen. How you doing? Each and every one of you following us there. Um, the phone lines are open for the moment, and they are working. It's 215-923-9776, 215-923-WPPM. You can always hit us up on all of our social medias at Black Tribble. Also, all of the social medias at Philly Cam and at WPPM FM. And I'm not sure, Dante, you let me know. Are we trying things out tonight? Or, are we, okay, because are we up, but are we up on the YouTube channel? Because, ladies and gentlemen, the, the plan for the, the Black Tribbles is that to be beginning in June, beginning in June of this year, of this year with the summer, the plan is for us to stream Black Tribbles live on YouTube every Thursday night. That is our plan to have our show up there and streaming. So if you go to our YouTube channel now, I understand if I'm if I'm getting the 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 okay sign from Dante. If you go to YouTube, our YouTube channel, which is at Black Tribbles, we have a test stream going on right now as we speak. As we speak, you can go there. You can see us live in the WPPM studios. You can see Kennedy with her hair all nicely twisted all up, looking all adorable and sexalicious as usual. You can see Isaiah. Well, there's Isaiah. And then we have... Zach! 
like, that's crazy. It's he, okay. He just like, well, I mean. Cool. I know I'm handsome. Don't worry about it. Well, Isaiah, 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 he is the milkshake that brings the girls to the yard. We all know that. Shh, chill, dog. <laughs> you don't out me like that, dog. <laughs> Is that so? No, what you talking about? That is like the ratchet anthem. Shout out to Khalees. Because how old is that song? Khalees might not be like dropping hits regularly, but when she drop them. It only takes one. They stay hits. All it takes one can pay off the house. That's all it takes. That's, That's all it takes. Um, so we're gonna so we're gonna have fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So if you want to go to our YouTube channel, you can te- test it out. This is just a tester, just a tester feed. Uh, you know, I, I, Dante is is kicking the tires there, um, but it, it should be fun starting in June. Um, as usual, we like to start off looking back at some of the news, some feedback that people have been giving us. Um, There's one very, very controversial piece of news that I I don't want to touch on just yet. I kind of want to wait for Ariel to show up so that is just... So I I don't want to have to revisit it. So I want to wait for her to to show up. But one one piece of news recently that probably didn't mean anything to... I would say the majority of our listeners, just knowing what the demographics of our listeners are, but hit me very close to home. And that was the passing of the actor comedian, Tim Conway, who I grew up on. Um, He was a a, a member of the ensemble of the Carol Burnett show. Uh, He was also for lovers of classic television, a cast member on McHale's Navy. Um, he was a star in the Apple Dumpling Gang movie with Don Knotts. He was a guest star on tons of TV shows over the 70s and 80s. Fans of the 90s know him as the voice of Barnacle Boy on SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, okay. Um, and he passed recently at the age of 85 years old. Oh, really? uh, he had been in poor health for the last few years, from what I understand. But he was a comedic. When I say a comedic genius, mm-hmm. this man was a, com- a true comedic genius. You know how they people like to herald Robin Williams and Robin Williams' predecessor, Jonathan Winters, for being these masters of improvisational comedy. Mm-hmm. Um and, and, and be able to create characters off the tr- drop of a hat uh, and just have everybody in stitches. And and many people may not be familiar. Everybody knows Robin Williams. Some people may not still be familiar with Jonathan Winters uh, because he was definitely from the 50s and 60s. But fans of the Mork and Mindy show know him because as Robin Williams' like idol, he was the one who played his son on that show who aged backwards. It was an old man playing his young son. It was it was hilarious. But as great as they were, and they were great, the, the, the only man who was even close to their equal was Tim Conway. And, I, and for those who are not familiar with the man and familiar with his comedy, I can understand, I ask you to go to YouTube and Google Carol Burnett, the dentist sketch. There's a sketch that Tim Conway does with his longtime partner on that show, Harvey Corman, 
um, who you're familiar with, Kennedy, from uh, Blazing Saddles. Um, he was Headley. Headley. Yes, that's Harvey Corman. No, um, it is Headley. Yeah, it's Headley. No, it's it's. Yeah, it's Headley. Headley. It's Headley because the actress is Headley. Headley. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he does this. He, Tim Conway does this this sketch with with uh, Harvey Corman, the dentist sketch, where he is a a first time dentist, and Harvey Corman comes in on a Sunday. His regular dentist is not there. Bad toothache. He's got to get it. Got to get it out of him, and he goes to administer the Novocaine, and from then hilarity ensues i defy anyone to watch that clip and not uh be crying from laughter it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen and and harvey corman is he's laughing right with you all throughout the sketch he can't even hold it because tim conway is just hilarious ad-libbing almost everything that he's doing in there it's a piece of comedic gold so it was very sad for me to see tim conway uh passed away this week so goodbye funny man rest in peace man soft bats is soft yeah (laughs) do you need a hug I'm I'm fine okay I'm fine I'm alright alright um (laughs) (laughs) so so Kennedy you 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 opened the the show saying that you caught a foul ball this week yo Field of dreams, my friend. <laughs> At that moment, like, so my dad and I like to go to the, the ballpark um, at least once a season. And he got seats over at uh, third baseline, which is new because, you know, it's visitor territory and the Brewers are a good team. So it was a little uh, hairy for we didn't win. I'll put it to you that way. But no. there was foul balls going everywhere up into the upper decks. They were just popping them off left and right. And, um, one of them lands a couple rows in front of me, like closer to the field than the back, where where we were. We weren't underneath the overhang necessarily, but we were mm-hmm. pretty far back at least. And it bounced down there, and it came up like I saw it land in front of me. And I guess the depth perception is off because it definitely was coming my way, but it dropped faster than I thought. So it bounced, and then it bounced back up towards me, and I shimmied over a couple seats, and I caught it, and I looked back, and I like was in somebody's lap like this man would have caught it if i wasn't on it like i was like nah son this is mine now (laughs) and i I caught it did you have a glove no bare hand okay 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 barehanded yeah barehanded hard my dad was like two hot dogs in like he didn't even (laughs) think i was gonna get it so he didn't bother to get up or nothing and like (laughs) i was it was incredible like I could have. We could have left right then and there. It was like maybe third inning. <laughs> you was like, I'm I was good. Like, I'm like, good. Like, <laughs> wow. Is that your first foul ball? Yeah. Oh yo. Oh wow. That's what you go to go there for. Now, was it a what? Who hit it into the? Was it a, a Brewer or a Phillies? A brewer. Brewer. Okay. Does that mean anything different? Well, because it was a foul. If it was a home run, I would have threw it back. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see. I can see why. Yeah, if they had scored off of it, I would have thrown it back. That's cool. Congratulations. Yeah, it was so freaking cool. It was crazy though because somebody who had landed, I guess, in front of whoever didn't catch it the first time, looked back and was like, Who caught it? And all these Karen's and Kevin's turned around and start pointing at me and I'm looking back too, like, who? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. I don't know where it went. 
It must have been good catch though. Whoever, whoever caught it, it's nuts. I'm I'm curious of whether or not you um, were on camera. If they caught you on the news or something, or like did they have you on a jumbo screen? Yeah, someone see you on TV. I didn't see myself. I was too busy. Like I didn't think I caught it because I took my eye off the ball. Once I realized that man was right behind me, I was like, oh! But I was like, oh! <laughs> you know, <laughs> my dad was like, oh wow. <laughs> Um, it was a hell of a catch, so it'd have been one like it would have been cool if it made it, but I don't know. I just wasn't facing the jumbo I was too busy trying to catch the ball. Yeah. So what, I, day, what day was it? Tuesday. Tuesday. Dollar Dog Day. Dollar Dog Day. I just want to see if it's on my DVR. It'd been cool. Is it in third inning? Yeah, it couldn't have been later than the fifth. Because at that point, we were like, well, this is it looks like getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> All the balls are going the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, no one's. It was crazy. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it was super neat. Uh, ever since then, I, I debated sleeping with it that night. I mean, why? I didn't. Uh, why? Well, it's I, not I a home look, run ball or anything. I mean, but it's your first. It's my first foul ball. But I also don't know, like how cl- how clean they keep the stadium, or you know whose hands were on what when they. So would the charm be taken away if you wash the ball? Yes. Okay. All right. Absolutely. But I have been playing with it. Like I've been <laughs> tossing it in my room. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Would the, would the charm be taken away if you wash it? Why can't you wash it? Cause it's not like it's signed. It's not signed. So. So why can't you wash it? I'm not washing that ball. Why? It's my lucky ball. <laughs> you just said you don't even know what kind of germs is on it. It's Benjamin Cisco. Oh, is that you've named your ball? I, just now. <laughs> <laughs> just now. Okay. But henceforth. Okay. Henceforth. Her name. <laughs> yes. Yes, I just named her. I did feel a lot like I did have some Cisco moments, though, because I'm like playing with it. Like, you know, you toss a ball and like. Toss it kind of high so you can still catch it. Like, mm-hmm. oh snap! I still maybe have got it, you know. So then I started to graduate where I put it like on the top of my knuckles mm-hmm. and like toss it and try to catch it, or like toss it and try to catch it on the top of my knuckles. That's where I'd be effing up. But you know, I just feel like I don't know. Like just seeing that ball on my windowsill by my bed now, like the way the sunlight hits my window is just it's just so freaking cool. Like <laughs> it hits it better now. Oh my god, it's baseball season, guys! Like mm. yeah. yeah. Well, if you're not going to wash it, then you got to get some kind of, like, uh, protective case for it. Think so? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're not going to wash it, you got to do something. Otherwise, you you, it's just going to be out there in the elements. Or, or do you feel like you're going to go to a game and catch another, like, fly ball or something, and then you might want to, eh, yeah, that might be best. You could probably catch another fly ball, maybe. And the odds of catching one. a foul ball. I mean, you were focused on winning, so winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners, and I think you can do it one more time. You know what? <laughs> that was beautiful, like. Hey, I'm out, I'm out here. I got you. I believe in you. I'm, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think you need to get a protective case for it. <laughs> You yeah. do, and then put it in a window, and then it, then the sunlight will hit the case, and, it'll and then the reflection bounces off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I could light. always buy another baseball if I really enjoyed playing with it. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. 
Oh, oh, I don't know now. It's just like just seeing her. Like, I mean, just let her play with the ball. It's cool. It's Major League ball, like Major League players touch it. I feel bad. room now. Yeah, but now when somebody comes in your room, they're gonna want to touch your ball. Are you gonna let them touch your ball? Play with your ball? First of all, bold of you to assume that anyone's trying to come in my room. <laughs> let's let's not put the cart before the horse, Thou shall we? Shall not pass. <laughs> it's been a. No horses in this stable, let alone <laughs> any carriages. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think it's, it's fair to, yeah, you know, whatever. You do what you want. Congratulations on catching your first, very first foul. Thank you. Ball. Thank you. Thank you. Feel good there about you go. it. So, so, and that's why you know. That's why you go to the Phillies game mm-hmm. in beautiful Citizen Bank Park. Mm-hmm. Dollar dogs, mm-hmm. father daughter time. That's love. Can't be that. Only wish we could have won. <laughs> Eh, well, you they know. spanked us. <laughs> two out of three. I thought that was like four games this series. No, I mean two out of three as far as, you know, at the game. Oh, Foul yes. Ball. Oh, my God. Oh, totally. Time with your totally. dad. So you didn't lose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. the foul ball made up for it. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, God. It's nuts. <laughs> um, how was your week, Ike? Yeah, my week so far has been pretty good, my man. Pretty good. Uh, so for me, tomorrow's my last day at my day job at the gym. What? Yeah. Hallelujah. Three years. I'm gone, baby. I'm out of there. And, you know, out of there still on, like, very good terms and whatnot. And come Monday, I start a new job here in Center City. I'll be working with the Philadelphia Youth Network. I'll be a digital media specialist for them. Wow. Oh, look mm-hmm. at you. Enjoy. Moving on up. Moving on up. To the east side. Moving on up. To that deluxe apartment in hey. the sky. Moving on up. Oh, that's how I feel, man. Oh, it feels so Moving good. Moving on up. Just, I don't have, look, I don't have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning anymore, y'all. Come Monday. I'm good. I, I don't have to be up before 5. He's looking for tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm so happy. Oh, I don't gotta wake up at 4.30 30 I don't because I have long days with work and boy time and triples. We be filming and, and we be doing everything. And I'll be tired. <laughs> I'll be waking up like, oh god, I don't drink coffee, but this is about to make a brother do it. Well oh. guess what? I ain't gonna do that no more. Well, congratulations. So now you're going to be, what? what's the title? Uh, digital Media and Communication Specialist. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So you'll be doing all of their like, uh, like videos? And yeah, things? I'll be doing a lot of their videos, a lot of their online uh, brand marketing uh, and social media. You know, what got me into the door to begin with, so I'll go run with it. Take it easy, dope, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to you, brother. Thank you. Thank That's you. lit. Look yeah. at you. Whew. Doing big things. Try. Um... Uh, I want to send uh, share just a, a wee bit, a wee bit, a wee bit of some good news that hit one of our Philly Cam members and a, a friend of the show, uh, Toya Haynes. Hey, she uh, works good, with Philly Cam Voices here, and she is uh, one of the people helping me with the uh, Respect Women's Podcast Festival. She does a podcast of her own, which I am, you know, I I, I co-produce. All called the first time I heard okay. uh, about, and she sits down with um, different producers and stuff, and talking about the first time they heard a particular 
singer mm. or, or whatever. And she's only done two episodes so far. Her first episode was about um, the first time she heard um, Bryant McKnight. Um, her second episode, she sat down with this uh, producer a friend of hers from New Jersey who was actually the son of the gospel singer uh, C.C. Winans Whoa. Um, and actually produced her album. Whoa. Uh, she hey. sat down with him to talk about the first time that they heard Kenny Loggins. Mm. Um, and it actually was a cool show. It was actually a cool show to help put together and stuff like that. Um, and Wait, Kenny Loggins or Kenny Rogers? Kenny Loggins. Interesting. Kenny Loggins. You know, this is it. Yeah, no, I... It's just... Okay, go ahead. Well, for people that didn't know. Um, So, um, I can't think of Kenny Loggins now without thinking of Will Sasso. Okay. (laughs) Um, But this week, you know, the show went up like about a couple of weeks ago on on, to the various podcast networks and stuff. Uh, This week, it was retweeted very um, uh, happily by one Mr. Kenny Loggins. Hey, Yo, that's what's up. Actually heard the show and enjoyed it and, and retweeted it. And it's kind of like, you know, of course, when Kenny retweets, everybody listens. Of course. So it's gotten a lot more play, a lot more listen, uh, listens. And uh, the show is um, building very well. So it's it's going good. Um, she's actually going to be coming to the studio in a couple of weeks to record the second episode. Okay. Uh, I mean, the third episode, excuse me, uh, about um, sitting down with the ladies that love hip hop uh, podcast, Summer and Karen. And they're going to be talking about the first time that they heard Queen Latifah. <gasps> yeah. So that should, that promises to be a, a good time. But uh, Matt, I'm I'm very proud of Toya. That 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 is great, and she does. And the podcast is very good. I I help put it together, but she she is the she's the brainchild behind it, and she does a masterful interview, and it's really good stuff. So. That's what's up. So check that out. If you know, if you if you're looking for a new podcast, first time I heard, is available everywhere to podcast. Big. Yeah, much um, respect. Told you. Diggity okay. dope. All right. Um, we're going to take a short pause for the cause, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and then on the other side, I believe we will be hearing from our guest, Allison Wilkes, talking about her new book, Cronin. And uh, we actually actually want to have a, a couple of words with her about this very dark comic strip of hers, apartment hunting as well. It's it's real. It's it, it it's a dark one. It's, it's dark. We're gonna have a lot of fun. It's it's coming your way here on uh, Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a pause for the cause, play some music, and we'll be right back on WPPM one hundred six point five FM Philly Cam People Power Media here in Philadelphia and New Jersey. Stay tuned.
Jacqueline Constance, ladies and gentlemen. That was Jacqueline Constance. The Good Life here on WPPM. 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media, in, in the city of brotherly love. We're sisterly affection. Sisterly affection. Bip, 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 bip. Yes, in yes. your face with the love. Bok, bok. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, you're so hostile. No, I'm not. I'm just from here. <laughs> Did you eat yet? <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, we are back here on 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 Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen, and live on the phone, we have author, cartoonist, Allison Wilkes, with her new book, Cronin, is on the line. Hello, Allison. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. I'm very sorry I couldn't make it down to Philly today. That's okay. It sounds like you're coming to us from the other side of the time-space continuum, so this is almost cooler. Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> actually, cool, cooler, you know. Uh, we will try to talk to you in your language. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I have to ask, what is that that's going on in the background there? Oh, it's gosh, I have nothing going on. Oh, it's just, uh, we're talking from the other side of the space-time continuum. Oh, that is very weird. That is very weird. That's a weird, weird background that we uh, that we got going on back there. Um, but we will try and make it work. Try and make it work. So, Allison, how are you, how are you doing today? Um, thank you for taking the time to talk with us about your 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 new book, uh, Cronin. I think I know what's going on. Hold on one second. Oh man, Allison. You know, it might be me. I can call back from a different phone. 
It, it, yeah, because I tried hanging up my phone because I thought maybe it was a feedback, but it, 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 I, it, it's interesting. It's interesting. It actually is kind of cool. It's so cool. It's actually cool in a way. Oh, this wasn't on purpose? I legit thought it was on purpose. I mean, yeah. Good job, Len. Wait a minute. I did think this was on purpose. <laughs> this, is, this is why... Hang up and try calling from a different phone. How, how about we we do try that just just to be on the safe side? I'm uh, very sorry. No, don't don't be sorry. This is live. This is the beautiful the beauty of live radio. So it is fine. <laughs> One moment. All right. So we'll 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 hear from you in a second. All right. So Allison's going to call back, ladies and gentlemen. That was so freaking cool. It was kind of cool. It was like that scene in like every dystopian future movie where someone comes back and they look all disheveled like they've been through the Thunderdome. Yes. And when yes. they're talking to you, they're just out of sync. Because they're actually still stuck in the vortex. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? All right. So she's calling back. Okay. Let's, let's wait uh, and see. Uh, uh, there, there she is. The, the phone's ringing. Hello, Allison. Hello. Is this any better for you? You're in a different dimension. I you. <laughs> we have crossed the. I, all right. Well, I have called you from a phone and from my computer. We have crossed the dimensions of time and space. It's all good. It is fine. I may just be doomed to be a robot. <laughs> Maybe. Dimensional triple. Pan-dimensional triple over here. Uh, yes. Yes. Yes, yeah, so hopefully you're thinking of your triple designation. Maybe that's what she's doing. She's like, I am a triple. Like, she's, I don't know. I don't know, but. I mean, so we can, we can continue this on a different evening if, if we are having um, sort of Doctor Who-esque technical difficulties. The, the thing about it is that we don't see it as a technical difficulty. We see it as a technical upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is like some B. This is this is this is the unlocked material. This is the Yo. material you have to unlock at the end of the game. Yes. This, is after you meet, this is after you meet the final boss. You've defeated them in their final form. After you get to the credits, it's this conversation. Exactly. Uh, for those who those uh, Allison Wilkis is a cartoonist writer. Uh, she has a new book, a graphic novel, um, out from Tor Books called Cronin. Uh, she's written quite a number of books, The Mars Challenge, uh, Flying Machines, How the Wright Brothers Soared. She's also done uh, more than a few uh, uh, short comics, uh, comic strips. She got her start as an animation writer on uh, Codename Kids Next Door and is best known for... look. Uh, uh, Allison, if you could be here to see Kennedy's eyebrows right light up right on codename Kids Next Door. <laughs> 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 and she also did some comic book writing on Avatar The Last Airbender, nice. including Zuko's story and many of the shorts in the Lost Adventures um, series. And she is here on Black Troubles. And before we get into all of that, and before I let kennedy uh drill down on you about code name kids next door because i know that's like catnip for her um i want to ask you allison i took a moment to look at one of these comic strips that you that you drew uh, it's available on your website uh, allison wilkins called apartment hunting and i have to say you've got a dark soul lady <laughs> <laughs> for those for the, now it's a very innocuous title apartment hunting and technically this comic strip is about people hunting for apartments hunting for place places to live 
But no, not in the mind of Allison Wilkes, she of the Wilkes dimension, the Wilkes vortex that she's calling in from. Uh, in her comic strip, the apartment that these people are hunting for are actually these giant apartment size bird creatures that they are hunting to turn them into their apartments so that they can yeah. live inside these bird creatures. I mean, that sounds like a, a rational use of resources to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't just yeah, yeah me, Allison. <laughs> Len, you got to agree with the person talking to you from the other side of the vortex. <laughs> she is upon the fifth dimension. <laughs> classic construction, like a classic construction apartment being a hollowed out bird creature, and then modern construction, you know, maybe you'll use wood or something. Mmm. Mmm. It, but but very what? straightforward. It's, there's nothing straightforward about hollowing out a bird and and then picking out drapes. There's nothing. Straight, <laughs> I mean, I just it seems legit to me. What? Where 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 did this idea come from, Allison? I have to ask you. I'm sorry. I've been living in New York City for 20 years. That'll do it. And it's a ruthless process. And I wanted to capture that feeling of, oh, no, this again. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well, 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 you caught it. It's, it's it, well done. Well done. <laughs> um, so, so, Allison, uh, how do you, you know, you, you are an animation writer and now you're, you're writing uh, and books and, cartoon, and cartoons and everything like that. I'm curious. I always like to ask people who get into this type of stuff. What made you, where did you find um, your cartooning bug? When did that first hit you? I mean, I was definitely one of those kids. And I, full disclosure, I'm pretty close to 40. So I had all of the Disney movies on VHS, and I watched them obsessively as a child. Mm -hmm. Like, I had the special VCR that would let you advance through it, like, one frame at a time. Oh, yeah. And I did that a lot. I also read a lot of Ninja Turtle comics. Nice. <laughs> What's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Oh, yeah, it's hardcore. Who's your favorite turtle? Oh, my favorite turtle? Uh, that would, I mean, obviously Donatello. Knew it. Interest. Okay, you got, a couple, got some backup here. Why Donatello? He's a nerd. He's a gentle nerd, and I love him. Oh, oh. That's true. How could you not love Donnie? He's very... <laughs> Well, there you go. It's very precious. There you go. It's interesting. It's cool to hear people like saying that you know it started with Disney, yet, um, and and I can see. I guess there's a level of that sensibility in your writing. I don't know about apartment hunting, but um, <laughs> Len is stuck on hunting for apartments. <laughs> but I'm I'm curious where did where did you or when did you lock into your your style of 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 artistry honestly i um started drawing comics more seriously in my early 20s mm -hmm. when i was working in animation and i was just reading the comics that friends of mine were making and i was reading a lot of manga because that was becoming much more available so i you know read all over roni kenshin and i was very excited about that 
you know, having, oh no, shonen manga, this brand new thing. Right. And then I, so it was a combination of uh, reading a lot of manga, reading a lot of independent comics that friends of mine were doing, and the graphic novels that other people were making. We're just listening. Sorry, your feedback is so freaking cool sounding. <laughs> like, we're listening sorry. to you. No, don't apologize. You don't understand. This is like, we all have ice cream right now, but then there's like whipped cream on top as well. We weren't expecting the whipped cream. We were prepared for the Rocky Road. We weren't prepared for the whipped cream. We're enjoying it. I feel like I'm like you're interviewing a Dalek. Hey, <laughs> I feel like Daleks never had an opportunity to thoroughly explain themselves anyway, so perhaps <laughs> if you're on to something. If you were a Daleks and you wanted to project your, side, your point of view, what would you say? I would say exterminate. That's what it is, right? <laughs> That well, that is their point of view. There you go. I'm only a passive who, so. Oh, trust me, I, I'm I'm not even passive. I pass it. I'm it. it, it who just says it, it? What? It doesn't do anything for me. Um, no, no, Doctor Who. What? No, no, Doctor Who. When? No, who? Why? Cause it who? <laughs> it's so it's so. It writes itself. Really. I know. Um, so, which do you like more, uh, comics or, or creative-wise? At least, do you, do you prefer creating comics? Or did you enjoy animation a little bit better? You know, the thing is, um, the thing I really miss about animation, I'm saying in my ridiculous Dalek voice, <laughs> is uh, I really miss being in a writer's room. Like, I miss collaborating with other people. That was really fun. It was great to be in that environment, working with other people and, and figuring stories out. And comics is very solitary in a way that animation isn't. Um, but... Uh, I really love how comics is a little smaller and less expensive, and therefore there's a lot more freedom to do different things, uh, a lot fewer restrictions on the kinds of stories you can tell. Um, the stakes are lower, which means you can take bigger risks, and I really like that. Cool. How'd you... Um, I know that you went to uh, Tisch uh, uh, School of Art. Is, is that what led you on the track to doing uh, writing for animation? Yeah, uh, so, wow, also, am, am I not a robot anymore? Yes, yes. You've pierced the oh veil, God. huzzah! The veil. You decided to join us. Welcome. I'm evolved. I'm a real boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so at Tisha's uh, a school, I was in the program for film and television, mm -hmm. and the way that NYU is organized is, instead of a major, you kind of have a concentration, so I did a concentration in animation, which basically just means I took a lot of animation classes, um, and I have this sort of classic, like, I'm not even 40, but I have that classic baby boomer, well, I just did this ridiculous thing that totally shouldn't work, where I literally just went to the animation studio and knocked on the door and went upstairs and was like, hello, can I have an internship? And that worked. <laughs> nice. Uh, Yo. Which is bonkers. And even worse, they didn't have one right then, but then they called me later when they did have one. So I walked in off the street, asked for an internship. They didn't have one, but then they followed up with me like a year later when they did have one. Uh, and then I just sort of uh, started working Kids Next Door during the first season um, and then ended up working for most of its run. That's what's up. Wow. That's that, That's That's... I'm jealous, actually. Yeah, right? I just, I'm trying to figure out a way how to sound encouraging and supportive without sounding spiteful as well. <laughs> failing, guys. Failing. That's really, really dope, like, to be able to have left that kind of impression. I don't know if I would have held 
so a year they called you back like at that i, I probably would have been petty i'd have been like oh <laughs> <laughs> y'all remember my number now huh i don't got a whole other job i've found this nice bird to live in and now you want to <laughs> call somebody for an internship a tish cool 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 <laughs> Hold on one second. Mocha latte. Here you go. Uh, anyway, <laughs> when do I start? <laughs> right. Exactly. Ex- exactly. And and so then you go from codename uh, Kids Next Door to then actually you, you know, among other things, you go to um, writing for Avatar, The Last Airbender uh, comics. And according to one of the credits that we saw, it looks like I don't know how uh, how closely you worked. You, um, it's credited to you and M Night Shyamalan. As well. <laughs> so that guy, say what you want about him, he takes his job very seriously. So I did. I never met him or talked to him directly, but I was told that he reviewed everything. Oh. Like we, when we were writing the scripts for that for those comics. He looked at them all and gave notes, and his assistants passed them on to us, and uh, he took it very seriously. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Well, you know, that, that's cool. And he, he's a hometown boy, right? He's from Philly. He is from yeah. Philadelphia. He's, 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 uh, he's not from the suburbs. Well, look. Look. <laughs> he's from, I mean, hey, listen. Okay, look. I'm just saying. Look, he's he's a Philly boy. He's Philly-ish. He shoots his he shoots all of his movies in Philly. That's cute. In the heart of Philly, as they should. But you know, well, because he's repping for Philly. He's Philly-ish, <laughs> like blackish but Philly-ish. This is cool. Like you know, someone from Yonkers is New York-ish. No, if you're from Yonkers, you're New York-ish. They don't mean the same. Yeah, I'm with that. See, that's an ish. Yeah, it's an ish. Younger's is an ish. Listen, don't uh, disagree with her now that she's on this side of the veil. <laughs> don't know what kind of power she wields in this other I universe. Know. We have to be kind and gracious. I know. I'm talking to Melisandre over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Allison. Um, all right. Okay. So th- that was cool. That was dope. And now you're here because you've wrote, written... Uh, with tour books, Cronin, which is your, I believe, the latest book, which I actually think is it. Um, it's two books that are are either out now or the second one is about to be uh, to drop. Is that correct? Yeah, the second one comes out in September. So mm-hmm. for for the record, the first one came out in February. So the second one coming out in September is like crazy. Like having two books in one year is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and these are not like two like twenty eight page books. No, these are two th- very thick, very hefty, very beautiful uh, sci fi graphic novels that are available everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Give you the quick synopsis on this on this story. Uh, it's 2042 in New York City. A day in the life of college student Morai Yoshida means studying Japanese history, learning swordsmanship, flirting with her TA, and preparing to travel back in time to the Japan of 1864. Well, lo and behold, she goes through the Wilkes uh, vortex, apparently, because <laughs> she actually gets... Uh, her friends are killed. Her time... Travel machine is lost, and Mariah oh, no. finds herself marooned in the past. Oh, no! 
In order to survive, she disguised herself as a wandering samurai and is hired by a tea shop waitress to work as her bodyguard as she tries to find her way back. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that is that is a whole that is a whole lot. I feel like this phone call is the inspiration. She she just dropped back in time. That's probably where Allison is coming from. Um, uh, and and that is you know basically the crux of Cronin, the book by Allison Wilkes, featuring her writing and her beautiful illustration. Volume one, the knife at your back, is what dropped on uh, in February. Um, and I looked through the, I looked through the book. It's a beautiful, it's a gorgeous, uh, comic book. I, well, thank you. I, you, you got some, some good stuff there. It, it's funny. It, it read to me, it reminded me adventure wise, of when I read the, um, Jeff Smith's comic bone, like when I read Bone, I would get lost in the adventure of it all and like feel like I'm almost like reading like this animated movie. And that's a lot of what I felt like when I uh, uh, read uh, bits of Cronin. So you got some good stuff on your hands there, Allison. Well, that's quite the compliment. Thank you very much. You are very welcome. So what, is, what was the inspiration for Cronin, this, uh, this the samurai um Warrior, I call it comedy because I found fun. I, I was laughing. It's a comic. <laughs> no, it's a comic. Uh, it's just a big. It's a big ass comic. Yeah, right. Right. What was the inspiration <laughs> behind that? So, um, when I was a kid and my dad was desperately trying to like be a parent, uh, he used to rent a lot of movies, mm-hmm. uh, and so we watched the Back to the Future movies when I was a kid, and they made a big impression on me. So that kind of began a lifelong relationship with really, really being into time travel stories. So there's that kind of aspect of it. Um, and then, like I like I said earlier, when I was in college, uh, I read a manga called Rurouni Kenshin, yeah. um, which is like a classic kind of shonen manga for, for kids. And I had never read one of these, so I was like, oh, this is so crazy, like this manga. And he's fighting all these weird, super-powered people. That's so unusual. And I didn't realize it was, there's like a formula that they're all basically doing. Um, but in addition to being a manga where he fights a lot of dudes in the forest and whatever, it's also set in a very specific period in history in Japan. It's like a po- so Japan also had a civil war around the same time that America did uh, in the 1860s. And in the uh, 1880s, it was kind of having this post-war society, and that's when Rurouni Kenshin is set. But it has a lot of flashbacks to during the war when he was an assassin and all this ridiculous stuff that happened to him. And, of course, Ed is a 21-year-old. I was very into his angsty assassin backstory, and right. I thought that was very deep and very intense. But also when I finished reading this, I was like, I don't know anything about this period in history because I was in the American educational system. So I uh, went and basically read a lot of books, and I was like, this is actually extremely cool. And this sort of percolated in the back of my head for a couple of years until I decided that instead of just working in animation, I should also maybe do my own thing. And uh, I took all the – and also uh, the third thing is uh, My Life Was Changed Forever by the movie Mulan as a teenager. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so I, I, so we have like woman dresses as man to get by in the world plus time travel plus Japanese Civil War equals Cronin basically. Nice. That is amazing. That's amazing. Amazing story. Uh, you you talked about how your father 
um, introduce you to uh, Back to the Future. Bravo. Good work, uh, young man, I should say. Um, uh, um, was your was your father like into this type of stuff? Was that his that his life? No, I, I, I like to describe myself as a feral nerd. Like I, I emerged from nowhere. Just wild, my parents. wild, and out there living your best nerdy life. <laughs> so like I, my parents are both uh, very normal. Like they're nice people, but they aren't very nerdy. So my my dad sort of figured out that I like nerdy things and sort of at random would rent things he thought I might like at, at the video store. That's also why I like Ninja Turtles because he just rented some Ninja Turtle movies because the movies were coming out. And he's like, maybe you'll like this. Uh, but my parents don't really understand most of what I do. They're very polite. And they're like, that's very exciting. We're very happy for you. But they, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but they, uh, they're, they're not really, I think they've watched maybe one episode of Star Trek. They don't really go here. <laughs> they don't really go here. <laughs> they're just visiting transfer student for the day. <laughs> I'm curious. What do you think if you, if you know, was their first clue that they had somehow gave birth to this 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 nerd wolf? When my sister and I really wanted to go to a Star Trek convention. Ooh. When I was like 12 and she was 10. Yeah. Oh, that's the age. That's it. Yeah. It's prime TNG years right there. Yeah, and also I think that when I was in high school and becoming an adult and what I wanted to do was go to school for animation and spend all of my spare time exhaustively videotaping episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation off of television, I think they kind of realized that maybe I wasn't going to outgrow this. And then I went and worked in animation. I think they kept thinking I was going to outgrow it, mm -hmm. but now I'm in the back half of my 30s, and I think they've, and I'm literally my entire life as working in comics and talking about comics and uh, my spare time is all video games and talking about YouTube channels where you make dollhouse food. So I think they've just given up at this point um, on normalcy. And meanwhile, and meanwhile, your mom is still like coming over and turning on the wedding show on the television. Like, don't you want to see? Don't you want to see the dresses? Like, no. Actually, I'm so lucky. My younger sister just had her first baby, so now I'm scot free. Oh no, more pressure! Hey. Oh God, I know what that's like when my sister had the baby. Oh. It's like sweet. <laughs> she's got the nice husband. She's got the beautiful house. She's got the baby. She's got the respectable school teacher job. I'm off the hook. Nice. Uh, also, but it sounds like your, it sounds like your sister grew out of her nerdum. She does still go to San Diego Comic Con every year. Um, when she and her so her husband actually do you know what Ruby's costumes? Have you ever heard of this? No, I've I heard of, I've heard so, of them. So Ruby's makes uh, both kind of dime store cheap costumes, but they also make really fancy ones, and they have a big booth at Comic-Con every year. And my brother-in-law actually is a sculptor at Ruby's who does things like make the Iron Man masks and that kind of oh, thing. Oh, nice. Okay. So when they got married, they scheduled their wedding to be right before San Diego Comic-Con and then went to Comic-Con, and she wore her wedding dress, and he wore an Iron Man costume that had just married written on the back of it. Nice. That's oh. sick. Oh, so she just married into married nerd. She did well. She's all right. She's good. She's good. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. She gets a pass. All right. The gene pool was okay. <laughs> but now, but now you got to now you got to raise the baby up, geek. I do. I'm gonna have to take care of him. You have to. You have to start young. 
I had to start. You've already posed him with a little Thor hammer, so they're working on it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Yo, I just love the fact that nowadays this type of thing is so readily accessible. Right. Right. When we were kids, there you couldn't, finding Thor's hammer meant either somebody making it in their garage or their basement or finding some other toy hammer and, like, modifying it to kind of look like Mjolnir now. Or just writing Thor on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can you can go to some you can go to Think Geek or 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 wherever these places are and and get the the nieces and the nephews cool nerd stuff. No, you couldn't. But now you can. Cool, <laughs> cool. So 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 you're doing the comics. You got Cronin, and you got the second book coming out. Are you still working in animation, or have you trans uh, transferred all the way to to the writing? So a funny thing happened uh, in 2008. The animation industry in New York City kind of collapsed a little bit for some reason. I Can't know. figure out why that might have happened. <laughs> uh, so basically, um, I still know a lot of people in animation. And uh, Tom Warburton, who is the creator of Codename Code Kazakh Store, like he's a friend of mine. I go out and visit him every once in a while and hear about what he's up to. He's actually um, running the new Muppet Babies cartoon right now. He's a really cool guy. Uh but I personally, uh, if I, w- I really want to try to stay in New York, so I'm just doing a lot of comics. So I, I'm working on my own comics, and I'm editing two other people's comics, and I'm uh, run the podcast about comics in my free time. So it's just like comics life, basically, over here. Nothing wrong with that, though. Sounds fun to me. I love that good comics life. Um, and, and I'm going to have to have a conversation with with your Muppet buddy because I just I did a rant. A couple of weeks ago, here on on Black Tribbles, oh about how Disney is doing the Muppets wrong, and oh, really? Well, I don't know if you've gone to uh, you just just say it, Lance. Just, just, just do it. Spit it, it out, man. I don't know if you've gone to Disney World lately, but I just came from Disney World, and there is literally in all of Disney World one half of a kiosk of Muppet stuff, and even then, it is only Muppet Baby stuff, and even then, it is only three rows of stuff. That is it. There's no Muppet uh, uh, representation in <laughs> in Disney World, and I really find okay. this appalling because their 3D show was clearly one of the best things there. It was the thing was that it I clearly enjoyed one the of most. the best things. It, it was, was absolutely <laughs> clearly one of the best things at Disney World. I enjoyed it highly, and so did my two grandchildren. So, I, and, and, I, and I could not believe that I could not find any suitable paraphernalia adorned with. With Kermit Adored. or or, or Fozzie to give my grandchildren, none was to be had at Disney World. Who are the owners of Jim Henson's Muppets? So I am quite upset. Upset, I say. I'm with you. <laughs> Allison reminds me of that scene in The Fifth Element where Chris Tucker's Ruby Rod was so excited to get Bruce Willis and Corbin Dallas on his radio show. He's like, boom, 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 it's Corbin Dallas. He puts a thing in his face and he's like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Allison is like pan-dimensional Corbin Dallas triple. (laughs) Multipass. He's a lot beefier than me, though, I will say. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> you can take him. <laughs> Y'all wrong. Y'all wrong. But now the time has come, my dear, uh, yes. where all fans and and guests of 
the Black Tribbles. We like to induct them into our Tribble Nation. Uh, but to do so, you must first give yourself a Tribble designation that indicates where you are geeky. Like, I'm Bat Tribble because I'm a Batman head. Kennedy is the Storm Tribble. Uh, Isaiah is Super Saiyan Tribble for his love of everything Dragon Ball. Uh, Ariel is the Uncanny Tribble because she loves everything X-Men. We have Super Tribble, Master Tribble, for, which is short for Jedi Master Tribble. We have a Tribble Soul Child, a Tribble Call Quest, uh, No Tribble at All, Little Tribble on My Chin. We have a Decoder Tribble. People get very loose and funky with it. And we want to make you one of our Tribble Nation, Allison. But to do so, you must give yourself your own Tribble designation. So first of all, I'm sincerely honored to be in such company. Yay! Yeah. And secondly, I obviously have to be the time travel Tribble, given that that's like basically half of what I've written in the last 10 years has been time travel bullshit. So time Tribble for short, time travel Tribble full name, that, that's his pretty clearly how I have to go with this one. Allison, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but... Is there already one? Oh, we have both a time travel and a time travel travel. Oh, my God. Well, then, in that case, I think, unfortunately, I have to go full, like, lean way in. Can I be... Can I just be, like, generic comics tribble? Generic comics tribble. Well, no, are you saying... Are you saying just, just comics tribble? comics tribble. Okay, because we have a comic triple. I'm not saying pretty sure we're going to have a comic triple. The, the triple oh nation God, is I wasn't large. Expecting this. The triple nation I should have is... done more triple research. <laughs> <laughs> triple nation is it's very it's very large, and actually the 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 log that we have on our website is being updated uh, every day now by our dutiful uh, intern. Intern. <laughs> Dante. No. You've cornered me into saying the nerdiest triple name possible. And if somebody else already has this one, I have to be their friend. <laughs> okay. Can I be Prince Tribble of the Fire Nation? Oh! Yes! 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 yes. Oh I chose God, well. Oh, my God, that's perfect. Yes. Yo. I chose well. I'm happy. All right. Well, that's, what it, that's, that's me, I guess. I've yep. just leaned way into my id here. <laughs> but it is not official. Not until you first take the triple oath of allegiance. And to lead you in said oath, I will pass things over to the first lady of Black Tribbles. That would be our own Kennedy, a.k.a. Storm Tribble. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that you. Oh, okay. So it's a fairly painless procedure from here on out, okay? You're just going to repeat okay. after me. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so I am a triple furry. I'm a triple true. I am a triple fully. I am a triple true. From the way I roll. From the way I roll. To the way I coo. To the way I coo. <laughs> so shall it be said, so shall it be done. Yeah. Allison Wilkes is now known as Prince Triple of the Fire, Fire Nation. Fire Nation. Yes. Jeez. <laughs> Out here, son. <laughs> Uncle Iroh would be proud. That is, just, that is big Avatar energy right there. Yes. I gotta say, yes. and she was just gonna walk with, I guess, just time travel triple. No, she no. had this, she had this <laughs> she had laying, no back pocket. You know already. what I mean? She had to reach back into the vortex, like finding her paper. Ah, here it is. She was like, "Oh, I'm glad you all asked. <laughs> Excuse me while <laughs> I whip this out." Ow! <laughs> Deep into the truth of my heart. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh, my God. Uh, th- thank you, Allison. Thank you so much. If people want to get in touch with you, they want to uh, get a hold of your book, which I know uh, Cronin is available everywhere. Uh, but if they want to contact you, uh, what's the best way to reach you? I'm on Twitter as Allie Wilgus. That's A-L-I-W-I-L-G-U-S. Um, and then all my other info is there. So that's probably the easiest way to find me. Just go to Twitter, look for Allie Wilgus. I'm also on Instagram. I have a website at AllisonWilgus.com. I'm all over the place. There aren't a lot of Allison Wilguses, so I'm pretty easy to hunt down. Cool. Like those apartments. <laughs> <laughs> Just murder them and live in their corpses. Hey. <laughs> murder them and live in their corpses, Trouble. <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> yes, and on that note, Allison, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on your radio show. I'm sorry I was a robot for a while, but I had a lovely time. We it had awesome. It was our pleasure. This was a great time. Thank you so very much. Uh, and we will speak with you soon. Yeah, have a great night. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take another quick pause for the cause. And then on the other side, we're going to go into Ariel's suggested reading. This Week in Geek History, as well as we got a little uh, trivia challenge coming your way. It's all happening here on Black Tribbles, right here, because you're listening to WPPMLP, Philadelphia. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. i 
nation. Your infidelity's the pure elation. Capitalize off of your devastation. Pleasing you was never obligation. Here to change all your perception. You thought men were best at it, misconception. Never ever coming close to be amateur. Always been good, baby. You can ask her. <laughs> remains of king's landing <laughs> uh, oh, man. you know I, I was ejected from my garden and now i'm just trying to be wherever i can <laughs> Hashtag petty. Hashtag petty. <laughs> anyway um this week uh the recommended read is coming out of idw's black crown uh imprint uh eve stranger number one uh, writer on the project is David Barnett, artist Liz Prince. Uh, you have, uh, and here's the description. Sorry, <laughs> you have unlimited funds, a jet-set lifestyle, and extraordinary abilities, and your bloodstream is filled with nanobombs. The contents of a syringe will deactivate them for a week and also wipe your memory. So, what happens when you develop a sneaking suspicion that you're actually working for the bad guys? Eve Stranger, amnesiac for hire. Um, so this, I just randomly was just kind of perusing the shelves, and this is one that slipped through my radar. I didn't even realize uh, we had ordered it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> surprise! Surprise! There's a lot going on, so sometimes I, I, I miss things. Um, but this actually came out on May 8th, uh, 2019, so just uh, last week. Um, but yeah, the, the cover art was interesting. I liked the name, so I was like, oh, let me check this out. And I don't know what I was expecting, but I was pleasantly surprised. It's a kind of a, it re reminds me of uh, a Memento and A Long Kiss Goodnight, or The Long Kiss Goodnight, I believe. Um, so, you know, basically she is kind of femme fatale, but she doesn't remember anything. Um, and so she does have, you know, all of these skills that she can recall, but she can't remember um, anything about her day before she does have these memories of her father uh, and things like that like from her childhood but then it starts to blend in with uh, you know I guess things that she's done that she can't clearly remember or you know remember the uh, the situation in which those events occurred um, so it's so it's a mystery to her so it's a mystery to you too so you're kind of just as, as as blind as she is um, and, you know, of course, there's some weird organization doing something. <laughs> we're not we're not quite sure. Um, but uh, 
it's she leaves herself notes to say like oh you never order room service so when a room service person comes she knows like oh this person's trying to kill me so it's so again that's that's the thing that reminds me that's the momental part because she's leaving herself clues and and leaving like journals and notes and recordings for herself to listen to so that she remembers or that that at the very least she has an inkling of what's going on to kind of keep herself one step ahead of those who might harm her Um, so it's just really fun I think this is I believe it's supposed to go on uh, for five issues, so it's a, a mini series, so it's not a super long term commitment. So definitely worth um, checking out, and I think it's going to be a fun ride. That's cool. Oh, forgot the last part. Um, if this book uh, intrigues you at all, uh, you do have the opportunity to uh, win a copy right here, right now on Black Tribbles. All you need to do is email us at Black Tribbles at gmail.com again that's black tribbles at gmail.com and type eve stranger in the subject line and if you are the first person to do that uh, a copy of this comic will be yours dracars (laughs) oh (laughs) jeez cool thank you very much ariel that's cool Uh, and it's eve's stranger like eve like adam and eve eve stranger all right Cool. All right. And that was Ariel's suggested reading, ladies and gentlemen. And now. I hope you know how very lucky you are to know me since I'm so incredibly incredible. The United States launches Skylab 1, his first manned space station. It is the last launch of the Saturn V rocket and the largest payload ever to be launched into space at the time. Skylab will eventually fall back into the Earth's atmosphere in July of 1979. May 6, 1960. Physicist Theodore Maiman creates the first laser light. Pew, 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 pew. Using a synthetic... (laughs) (laughs) Pew, pew, pew. Was that... (laughs) Using a synthetic ruby crystal device. He was not the first to develop the theories behind lasers, nor the first to apply for patents, but he was the first to create an operating laser device that sounded like pew, pew, pew. Uh, May 17, 1957, the school desegregation law, Brown versus Board of Education, happens. And then on 1920, in 1925, on May 19th, Malcolm X, formerly known as Malcolm Little, right? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Political and religious activist was born May 19th, 1925. This uh, report brought to you by the Princess Alliance, cooler than the Horde, because we've got cookies. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> oh, it is always fun when we go through this week of geek history. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Cora. Uh, that was a Adora. Adora. I apologize. 
I, I do apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am. I'm very sorry. Um, we return now to Black Tribbles, ladies and gentlemen, where we're having a good time, grooving out. 106.5 FM, Philly Cam, People Power Media, streaming live and direct on phillycam.org slash listen. Uh, and you heard her don't don't sit tones, but Ariel is in the building. Hello, Ariel. Beep, 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 beep. Pew, pew, pew. pew 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 We we still doing that? Pew, pew, lasers. Pew 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 pew. Batteries low. <laughs> a new battery pack, please. Somebody pew. Um. Ariel, someone asked me to ask you. They wondered whether or not you were going to be on the show tonight. And they asked me to ask you, are you recovered from uh, Sunday's Game of Thrones yet? No. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I am mad about it. Let it out. I've already let it out. Oh, wow. I'm, like, I'm like all cried out, if you will. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, I think it was out of character for Daenerys to do that again you know I as far as who do I want on the throne I do want John on the throne but I do feel like if he got it it should just be on his own merit not because she turned out to be crazy right and I just don't like how they discounted her you know completely by doing that because now she's this piece that needs to be taken off the board and I'm just you know I think if the it if it wasn't for the fact that, you know, it's the last one, I probably wouldn't watch it. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to watch it. But I am just really I'm annoyed at that. Well, glad to hear that you say that you're going to watch it because, you know, oh, yeah. the triples are going to be <laughs> at Amalgam, ladies and gentlemen, on this Sunday for the final episode of Game of Thrones. There will be a very special screening at Amalgam Comics at 2578 Frankfurt Avenue uh, at Doors open at 830. It's a free admission. Donations are welcome. Um, and we will be watching the final episode of Game of Thrones. And that will be followed by a very special live presentation of the Throne of Tribbles podcast as we review that episode and Game of Thrones in general. See, see how it all ends on Sunday. So that promises to be big fun. And and maybe you can join us. Be nice if you could. All right. Um also it, well, I was going to announce something but now I just read something so it's not a definite, but perhaps this week in geek history, perhaps this very week in geek history, we'll have yet a what this will be like probably seventh Batman cast. Yeah, I just saw that. What? Yes. Um, apparently, there are final negotiations happening between Warner Brothers and the actor, I just had his name, Robert Pattinson. Twilight Man. Twilight Man. Oh, my God. To play um, the Dark Knight in director Matt Reeves' The Batman, which is scheduled to begin filming this summer for a release in 2021. 
But how many Batman movies do we need? Not like that. It's like there are other heroes, characters. Right. Like I mean, and yes, we all love Bruce. Yes, yes. But I mean, at this point, I mean, how many iterations of there? And I don't. I don't think we needed Robert Pattinson to be Batman. We oh don't. God. Like, who asked for that? <laughs> Nobody asked for that. Like, what could you possibly trying to be trying to accomplish by casting somebody like him? Like, he's got a very specific demographic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, what is that demographic that you find isn't being represented in the multitude of, you know, pan generational Batman fans that already? exists you know what i mean like what are you trying to do you trying to reach the twilight crowd because i'm pretty sure you're grasping at straws here like well the twilight films are already close to 10 years old surprisingly um so is 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 that really his demographic anymore it's fair um and when i've seen him in other stuff like i, I didn't like the twilight movies He's another and i don't think he I, <laughs> Shade. What'd you say? He's another stuff. Shade. Uh, wow. He was in Harry Potter. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw him die. That was cool. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, no, 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 no justice for Cedric. Isaiah is throwing real daggers no. over here. I had to like. Move. Do you not like Harry Potter? No, I like Harry Potter. This is don't man. feel Rob, Robert yeah, Pattinson. Not at all, though. Well, like wow. I said, when I've seen him in in other things, I saw him in Harry Potter, and there was actually some um, sci-fi movie where it, it, the sci-fi movie didn't actually thrill me, but I, I, I gave him props for making uh, uh for the, uh, making a, a decided choice in how he was portraying the character, right? And and he leaned in into it, but the movie didn't do anything for me. So you know, so he's trying interesting stuff. And two, and 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 um, not even two, third. You know, you're saying like, who would see him as Batman? I don't know if I would see him as Batman either, but there were generations of people. Who, when Mr. Mom Michael Keaton was cast as Batman, that's exactly the same thing they said. Like, no, not Beetlejuice as Batman. That is what every single person said. If 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 there was an internet at that time, it would have exploded. And there were people that said the same thing when Heath Ledger got cast as the Joker. Except the fact that you know Michael Keaton is a Juilliard uh, disciplined conservatory actor and. But that's not what he was known for. He was known for comedy. He was a comedian. But okay, but just because someone is known for something doesn't mean they're not skilled to do something else. We don't. We haven't seen any skill at all from Robert Pattinson, in spite of all the movies he's been in. I mean, Isaiah has completely disowned him, and you know he likes everyone. Facts. Isaiah likes My Hero Academia. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't and you don't, him. and that's what? a huge issue. Hey, don't come for the society. Bok bok shots for pew pew. Ariel also likes My Hero. We not we not going this way. Not right now. Academia I'm shots a- fired. I'll go Bakugo on you. What's pew, good? Pew. <laughs> you already know I'm all my Ike over here. What's good? United States of Smash one time. Pew. I defend mine. Pew pew. <laughs> I just see like this epic sci-fi dystopian battle across this planet <laughs> wasteland, and there's just like uh, I guess because like, Dante's in this show as well. The three yep. of you against Len, the Overlord Bat. <laughs> He's just drop this launching bombs into your camp, and you're firing back with these. Pew pew. <laughs> Our pistols fully functional. 
However, inadequate. Yes. Little little ray guns. But it's, uh, it's but, but they but work though. But they gangster work. with it. So like every time <laughs> something work. is like a clap back is said, there's an influence <laughs> with the shot. Just like in a hood, we'd be like, yes, yeah, sir, Tati is stuff, son. Pop, pop, right? <laughs> Pew pew, be like my hero academia, son. Pew pew pew. Yeah. <laughs> pew. Yep. That's Izuku. Just, just pew. one, just one. Just Ariel, <laughs> you know, just even poke her head up to talk to trash. She just leans her arm up. <laughs> pew. <laughs> Shooting in your general. Pew pew. Hold it sideways because she's still going. Pew pew. Ariel ain't even looking. She's still on her phone. Pew. Yeah. <laughs> off to the side. Pew. Oh. I'm not engaging you, Lynn. <laughs> Because you continue to be the crusher of all that I hold dear. <laughs> you just come out to just knock it down. Now you know my pain. <laughs> it has been it's, a while. It's, it's, it's in his. It's in front I of mean, his I might start belt. calling you Daenerys because it's like you start <laughs> talking about something to make you happy. Here come Len to burn it to the ground. <laughs> I was like, well, excuse me, that brought me joy, <laughs> and you just made it garbage. So, all right. Oh God. I know what. So I know what to expect from Len. So I mean, we be telling I, you, you grumpy, Len. I'm not. Gr- I'm the one that's riding for Robert Pattinson here. I'm saying, give the you, man a are chance. You, are you? Really riding for him, or are you saying give him a he chance? You playing devil's advocate again, Lodge? Watch, watch, no, watch, watch, watch. honestly, it's not no so much devil's advocate. It's just, it's just, despite Juilliard training or whatever, it's remembering. <laughs> not whatever, it's Juilliard. Just <laughs> <laughs> a respect on the it's name. Like, Come on, like, <laughs> check the receipt or whatever. It's just like. Anyway, go on. Because because <laughs> now I need to make sure that Michael Keaton Douglas actually did go to. Yeah, I know. I know. Because <laughs> 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 Ken, Kennedy don't want me to remind her of, of one time we was at a party and I I was sitting there with a bunch of Juilliard uh, acting people and then she started talking smack about them. So I don't care. So, I'll say it again. So Kennedy, so Kennedy is all, it's all about where you where you are with Kennedy. But that's why I love her. I but, didn't back down though. <laughs> I was outnumbered, <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm gonna die on this hill. But but um, oh my bad, he went to Kent State. So. <laughs> Okay. Mm. Yes, he filled out a Juilliard application. Hey, listen, who didn't? <laughs> who didn't? So I, all I'm saying is remembering that, remembering the, oh, the, the backlash that Heath Ledger got, and he won an Oscar for his portrayal. You know what I'm saying? There were actually some people, believe it or not, who were saying that you can't give the role of Iron Man to uh, Robert Downey Jr. because of what he was what he had come through all of all of his problems there were actually some people who because they but all- michael i mean robert Down- i'm still reading michael this thing <laughs> um robert downey jr was talented like we saw chaplin oh no it wasn't trust me robert downey jr it wasn't far to the backlash that it was for heath ledger or or michael keaton um but i'm just saying things are always said about these actors that get cast before chris evans who Nobody can see as anything but Captain America now. But before he was Captain America, he was Johnny Storm in yeah. those in those horrible Fantastic Four movies. You know what I mean? So, uh, so I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, 
when they cast this dude, when Chris Pratt, they cast him in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the the doofus on what Parks and Recreation? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So, so I'm saying they, they cast Robert Pattinson. I would hear you if Twilight was last year, but considering that it's been some time ago, I'm willing to give the, give the guy uh, a give him a chance and and not even talk smack and. The director, Matt Reeves, who directed um, the last two Planet of the Apes movies, which I loved. Wait, I, what's the, the last two? It was um, it was a War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. And then I forget what the last one was. Is la- that, so is that the one where the, the, the chimp was like cultivating and uprising? Yes, yes. Okay, I didn't see that one, but I just want to make sure I'm thinking about the right one. Right, right, right. So, and and, and I love both of those movies. So, I, I will give him also the benefit of a doubt. So, that's why I'm like, alright, I'm I'm win. I'm, let me see what happens. So, that's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying I've seen enough of the bat. Yeah, I, I just feel like this is not another reboot or whatever that we need. No, I give you there's that. There's a whole like there are other people in you know DC's pantheon to like explore. It's like how many times are we going to do the Bruce Wayne story? Come on, I mean, sorry, Bat. No, I, tell I, you. I ain't coming at you. I'm just saying. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, um, fortunately, you still have the Wonder Woman movie. What's it? Wonder Woman 1984 yeah. is coming out next year. Um, so you, so you do have that, but I, I agree. There's, I would kill, it's, you know, I would kill for a really cool flash movie. Hmm. True. We just got to get an actor for that now. You know what I mean? I, I would kill for that. I, I still think that there's, uh, miles to be mined in Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. Talk d- about a reboot. Like if yeah. we need to do a reset button, can we do that please? Well, well they're, they're, the talk is that, that there's thinking about doing that um you've got birds of prey is going, is going to be coming out but so, that's a show it's not a movie no right? it's a movie it's a movie because it's um, what yeah it's 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 suicides it's suicide squad 2 which is technically the sequel to suicide squad but they basically are like kind of like rebooted like almost changed over most of the t- of the squad oh my god so much so because uh margot robbie's Harlequin, while she'll be in Suicide 2, she's only going to be in there a little bit because she is basically the star of the Birds of Prey movie. And Birds of Prey, I'm not sure how I'm liking the iterations that they're doing. It's going to have Huntress uh, and Black uh, Canary. uh, Smollett. uh, Journey Smollett. Journey Smollett is, is playing Black Canary. Black Canary, yeah. Okay. I don't know in my mind. I still thought that was a TV show. I knew I knew that, but I thought it was a show. Right, right. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So that's um. So wait, are they so are they setting Harley Quinn up as the villain? But she's no, the star? no. They're they're setting up like the Birds of Prey is kind of like like a suicide, not suicide squad, kind of like a a team. Okay. You know, um, kind of like kind of like how the team is in the comic book. Not quite as much though. But but Harley Quinn's not on the team in the comic book as Black Canary Huntress and uh And Batgirl. Batgirl, yeah. Right, no, but in the DC animated in the their movie universe, besides Wonder Woman, Harlequin is the 
the biggest woman star. Gotcha. And I think, and I think in the newer iterations of Bird of Birds of Prey, I think she's kind of like been in there a couple of times. Still not the star because you know she's had her own book. But you know, Harlequin's she's big time now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. she's always. I mean, I, I mean, I guess because she's in the movie, but I always feel like she was big. I mean, after you know when they introduced her. True, but I mean, like now she's so big that. You don't even for a long time she, she was Harlequin, but it was still Harlequin. You wait for the Joker to show up. Mm-hmm. Now you don't even wait for the Joker to show up. You know, it's just Harlequin. It's her own story. So they've got that going on too, as far as movies. So they got Suicide Squad two, Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey, and because Ben Affleck is not d- doing Super Batman anymore, they trying to get a Batman. I agree. Oh, what? He's not doing it? Yeah. No, no. So that's why that's why this is a total reboot. Yeah. So. So when Justice League comes back, Justice League is not coming back. Oh, it's not. That's that's unless they get a new Flash and they do like Flashpoint. Wait, so, re- yeah, he, wait, Flash. so what's up with the Flash? He's not Flash. Yeah, he's not. Ezra Miller's not Flash no more. They need a new Flash. He's not Flash anymore, dude. That cyborg's not, cyborg, not cyborg anymore. anymore. Jeez. Yeah. No, but what yeah. happened? Did something happen? Did I miss? Yes, the movie wasn't good. <laughs> well, I mean that. I don't know. Think that was the, the actor's DC. fault. Like, well, well, need to get <laughs> get new. Well, what, what happened? Are, are what happened is that they basically did. It, are doing a uh, a course correct, you know, on how they were formulating, trying to build this universe. The, wow. the the fortunate thing for them is that they because they rush so much that Justice League, even though it kind of ends like on a cliffhanger with like the I think like Deathstroke and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember how it ends. <laughs> nobody does. Um, but. It, Deathstroke shows up on Luthor's boat. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. and that that was a uh, boy from uh, True Blood. Yeah, I'll see that dude. Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call I, I call him name. BDR. Oh, from, is that from from Magic Mike? Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that, I do remember how it ended, and I was like, mm. <laughs> 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 was like oh yeah. So, Kickstarted my memory. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ariella approves. Yeah. yeah. She's with it. <laughs> yeah, so that's how that ended, but because the the reception of the movie was so mixed, they and because you know, um Aquaman then only really very loosely mentions Justice League and Shazam outside of having what you believe is the same Superman walk in at the end. You know, and I guess they they have like the batarang and stuff like that. Yeah. While it's kind of mentioned, they don't really like try to build like this whole world with the whole thing. So they're trying to the the shakes things up. But is anybody still on? So is well, I guess I guess I guess Jason Momoa is still Aquaman. Yeah. Okay. So there's going to be another Aquaman. Shazam was a uh, was a modest hit as well. So I'm assuming that they haven't said it, but I would He'll imagine stay. they're going to do another one. Yeah, they're going to do another one. He'll stay. And of course, uh, Gal Gadot, it's Wonder Woman, because Wonder Woman was a huge hit. But yeah. I'm, I am upset about. I mean, I'm upset about the Flash and Cyborg because I thought both of those actors were good. It just wasn't a good. I didn't really. Yeah, Cyborg was good. I don't know about Flash. You know, I liked him. He couldn't run. That annoyed me it, to no oh, end. The you way didn't like was, his form. I hated it. Not a single person on set can tell you, yo, you run like you're like a dog swimming in water. Stop that. Wow. He, he, he did look weird. <gasps> Isaiah has really he's grown up. Wings today. He's grown up. He's, he's filling in for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
But um, and, and and the cyborg guy, he was he he just really didn't really do anything for him. He wasn't bad, but he just yeah. wasn't. He didn't like light up the screen at, at all. You know, not that he was giving up. What he wasn't giving him a whole lot to do. Yeah, true, but but well, whatever he was doing, he wasn't. He didn't do much with it. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and you know, let's let's face it, the movie was a mess. And then I think what's the other? Uh, are we, do we still have Henry Cavill as Superman, or is that, he that's gone? still up in the air? Okay, it's still it. They it's some some <sighs> you go to some websites that says yes, some websites it says I don't know. Um, and I actually liked him as Superman. I just Same. don't think he's been given. Good stuff to show how a talented actor he is. Yeah. But um, I mean, I did. I mean, he wasn't really. I mean, he was acting. There was a wasn't much dialogue. But I did like when they w- woke him up. That was a fun scene. That was a fun scene. Mm-hmm. That was, and I was like, because mm. I I don't really have strong feelings for him either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that in that scene, I was like, oh, I. Yeah, this is a good choice. Like I was, I was seeing it then, right. so I appreciated that scene. I'm sure. But um, what does that mean, Len? I'm sure you did. Okay. Because you said you did. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Noted. I'm just here for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> um. So yeah, so that's that's happening uh, this week in, in geek history. Um, also, another thing, and I uh, okay. Um, another thing that happened this week, um, and it, it's it's prominent, and and Isaiah touched on it a little bit, and uh, th- there was a very controversial law in Alabama this week that was passed that more or less. Bans 99%, virtually 99% of all abortions in that state. Now, was the law passed? Is it actually a law? Because I heard there's something like there actually may be a, a court fight over this. Court oh, I'm fight. sure, I'm sure it's going to. Yeah, basically, the, the legislation was uh, criminalizing abortions, criminalizing. Right. Uh, women who seek them out, criminalizing medical professionals that uh, conduct them. Yeah, the pe- people um, that conduct them, you could be sentenced like up 90, to 99, 99 years. years. 99 years in prison. Yeah. Um, you know, basically 25 no-lip-having white men decided what was appropriate for uh, women's bodies. And um, I, I guess the most painful thing about it for me is that I'm not surprised. Right? I, I was hoping that you know, in May of 2019, we wouldn't still be this backwards, but apparently um, some people are still in the antebellum South. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess it's the injustice of it, you know, like the, to, to outlaw an abortion and, and reduce people's opportunities to have this procedure doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to continue to seek out the procedure they're just going to go to other places where they're going to seek um what, what's available and sometimes those options are not safe they're not healthy um and and still costly uh and it's just really upsetting to think that people can still legitimately legally not mind their own business 
Well, here, but that, I think that's the thing. It's like, so the who made that decision, a room full of rich white men, and I bet you if their little darlings got knocked up, they would get the procedure. You know what they I mean? Go, they go out of state. They go out of state. Something cushy. Still, yeah, and they still get what... So, and that's the thing. And so when you do that, when you outlaw abortion, you make it more unsafe for poor people because rich people are going to be fine. They're yeah, still going to get it because they, they always do. And it's like, so what you're doing is hurting poor people and um, poor communities and, you know, limiting opportunities. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's frustrating. And it's also frustrating because for all these people that care about a baby being born, once you get here, they don't give a crap about you. So you can go to school and get shot up. But but guns are our right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like you can you can starve to death. But, you know, well, you need to pull yourself up by your boot bootstraps. It's like you can't afford education, so you can't get a good job. Well, you need to work hard. Like, it's just all this crap. And it's like, so you obviously don't really care about people. You just want to police a woman's choice. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's pretty Where much it. Where's Daenerys at? Here, both <laughs> now, now you're calling him. Um, it's like, I got, a, I got a spot for you to hit. Yeah. Alabama. When, when you think about the, the, the disproportionate disproportionate <laughs> I wonder what you was going the disproportionate nature of those statistics specifically within the state of Alabama um, how much funding is not going into education how much funding is not going into health care or uh, you know foods right um, or teaching or teaching safe sex teaching you know getting access to birth control right. you know what I mean you make all those things difficult Anyway, go on. They Danny, restrict. No, you're right. They restrict access to birth control. They're not even teaching um, safe sex practices to these kids. You know, kids are not. I mean, I say kids in the sense that they're younger than me. But you know, when you're teenagers. You're going to. Your hormones are raging. Like that right. is the time to have these conversations. Um, that is the time to provide resources to at-risk communities so that they're not putting themselves in physical danger. But they don't care about that. All they care about is facilitating the prison, the the school to pipe, school to prison pipeline, um, and you know it just it just makes it really difficult for for women to have autonomy all over their own bodies. You know, it's it's just extremely alarming that we live in a country where this can still be a thing like it's not going to stop at alabama this is not an isolated incident this is not oh wow it's crazy southerners like this is reflective and indicative of a lot of people's mindsets in different parts of the country and you know again i keep saying this it boils down to a social consciousness issue what is deemed more important is it more important that i have the ability to pass legislature that takes away your rights your reproductive rights or is it more important that you know i maintain the separation of church and state and not try to impose my religious beliefs on an entire group of people i uh, you know it's just really it's really sad it is all right but we're not going to go out on that we're going to go out ladies and gentlemen on something a little hopefully a little frothier a little bit more fun okay so you know let's shake it off a little bit and let's have a little fun let's have a little fun because Ooh. it is it is it is it is just uh it is, it is just the four of us <laughs> 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 
Dante, our, our lovely intern, Dante, yeah, yeah, yeah. has come upon a geek trivia challenge that he wants to um, uh, put us through. And I thought that it might be kind of cool if, if you're up for it, Tribbles, that if we maybe do this in tandem. Since we have our two lady tribbles, and we have the senior and the youngin triple here, so we might might do it in uh, d- d- teams of two. Diversity higher fashion. Gotcha. Cool. All right. <laughs> Back up. <Yep. laughs> not wrong. Not wrong at all. Like not at all. Not at all. So, uh, Dante. Um, well, you know, they always say, you know, how many questions? He said there's like 12 questions, I think. So 12, que- 12 questions. You can go over there or, or um, let's get a microphone on uh, Dante so that he can be on a mic while he does this. Um, so we'll, we'll move things around so that Mike can be, uh, Dante can be on a microphone. And that way he can read out. The questions and i guess you know you know historically they always say you know who, ladies first when Whoever it comes smelt to smelt it dealt it well they say that as well mm-hmm. um goo. and he also they also say like 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 uh ladies first is when it comes to answering the questions um so so wait, are we on teams or are we all our own team on teams Okay, so it's me and Kennedy. Yes. You, okay, you and okay. Oh, okay. I was just yeah. making sure I understood. Okay, guys, you're going down. There you go. Pew, possibly. Pew, pew. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't ready. Wait, I know we started. Hold on. Okay. <sighs> All right, Dante. So, um, whenever you're ready, you can give your first question. You can give your first question. We'll go to the, we'll go to the ladies um, first. Um, put you put on those headphones. That way you can hear yourself in the microphone, Dante. So you'll know when you're talking directly into it. All right. All okay, right. Go ahead. Cool. All right. So uh, first question is: What is the order that the title intro suggests of the four nations for Avatar: The Last Airbender? Watch that computer. Ping. Oh, I don't know how we. Oh yeah. How we? Are how we, we doing yeah. Oh well, it's just ladies first. So you got it. Oh no. Well. Maybe we should kind of like ring in for it. Do you want to do that? How do y'all want to? I like that actually, because we might we might know it faster than y'all. Well, I you didn't know that one. <laughs> well, no, it's only because, uh, I, was, uh, only because uh, I was I wasn't playing. She said, like. "Come at me, boo!" <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> 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 All right, well, it's so we'll just do it this. We'll just do it the way we set it up. Ladies first. Ladies first. So, yeah. uh, Ariel, go ahead. Sorry. This is uh, last Airbender. Yeah, uh, what is the what is the order the title intro suggests of the four nations in Avatar: The Last Airbender? I believe it is water, earth, fire, air. Actually, doesn't give me a freaking answer. Let me find out oh, the no. Yeah. Oh, oh, you have to just put it in. Yeah. Oh, I got you. So, uh, should we write stuff down? Well, he's putting. Oh, it you're in. putting it in. He's putting it in. Okay. So we know the first first question was was the, was the ladies, mm-hmm. and I, I I know the answer. Can we steal? I know the answer to this next question. <laughs> oh, See, Kennedy. that's when you gotta watch your screen. I tell you, you gotta watch the screen. <laughs> I mean, there's the answer's not there. It's multiple choice. Well, I don't want you to see the question uh, first. 
I know, Kennedy, don't, don't there, give them reason to throw your, us under a bus. Sitting there with your phone mm. in your hand. Well, I mean, we all have phones. Like I don't have a phone in my hand. I mean, hold on, mine's just recording. <laughs> I don't need a phone in my hand to get the answer to this next question right. <laughs> well, it's not to you. It's to us. Can you pass, though? What? If we, if if we, we get it wrong, you if, got it. That's a pass. No, well, he won't know if we got it oh, wrong. Okay. But if we, don't, if we don't have an answer, then you can answer. Okay. Okay. So this question is to me and uh, uh, Isaiah. Yeah. She looked at me like she already knew I don't know it. So <laughs> this is <for> you. <laughs> What is the true name of the blonde and gray pony with bubbles on her flank? What Derby. is it? What? What is the true? <laughs> what is the true name of the blonde and gray pony with bubbles on her flank? It's a My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Oh, it's a My Little Pony question. Okay. Well, so, I can give you the options. Is the options? Oh, there are options. Oh, hallelujah. oh now's you get the. Okay. Oh, cool. 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 No, no, no. Go ahead. You're Please be biased. Go ahead. I wasn't being biased. No, no. no. Continue, right. intern. Damn. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Pew! Oh, now it's on. <laughs> First option is Derpy. Second is Ditsy Doo. Third is Bubbles. Fourth is Muffins. Last is Sorry, I am an anti pony. Okay, well, something tells me it's not Sorry, I'm an anti pony. No. Um, what, what is the real name? Um, the true name of the blonde and gray pony uh, with bubbles on her flank. With bubbles on her flank. With bubbles on her flank. And uh, what are the names again? Ditsy? <laughs> Derpy, Ditsy Doo, Bubbles, Muffins. I'm thinking it's either Dipsy Doo or Bubbles, man. I'm going to say Bubbles. I'm going to say they don't get crazy with it. Okay. Bubbles. Well, how do we steal then? Because that's definitely not it. <laughs> it was Ditsy Doo, wasn't it? Some of us watch My Little Pony. I'm so saying, like, y'all I, I have not, I have not met that pony yet, but I'm. You've I'm, seen her. I, I've seen her. Yeah, but I'm trucking along. You've all right, come on, you, come on. All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. What is the Gryffindor Quidditch captain currently? Currently? Yeah. Harry James Potter, Jenny Weasley, Oliver Wood, George Weasley. Um, presently, like that's kind of. Everything's over. Like, what you mean presently? There's been a war like, and everything. Like, which mo- which movie? Or it say it just says, "What is the Gryffindor Quidditch captain currently?" Mm-hmm. And go through, the, through those those names again, please. Harry James Potter, Ginny Weasley, Oliver Wood, George Weasley. Okay, o- Oliver Wood is the name of the actor of one of the Weasley twins. So that's not it. It's not one of the Weasley twins because they died in the mo- in the book. Harry James Potter is Harry, and I don't think he was captain. Also, I think it's got to be Jenny. Was Jenny was captain at one point, wasn't she? I don't even remember her being on the team, but I don't know. She was. Okay, maybe. I'll leave that to you. I'm not well-versed in Harry Potter. I think it was Jenny. I'm going to go Jenny. Final, final answer. All right, so that's Jenny. All right, next question. That's for me and Isaiah. Jenny. What is a clunk Maze Runner series? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? What is a clunk? Yes. That would be the Maze Runner movie. Is that the, is that the answer? The, the options are the sound poop makes in the gladiators in the gladiators pea pots, a ferocious animal, the glade leader's name, a job in the glade. Mm. <laughs> this is what is a, a what clunk? is a clunk? All right, repeat those again. A sound 
poop, the sound poop makes in the glader's pea pots, a ferocious animal, <laughs> the glade leader's name, a job in the glade. The sound of an intern being fired. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mob is fickle here, intern. I don't know if you you're familiar. I'm going to say job. Uh, I'll, what you, you going to say? I'm going to say job. There you go. You answer it. Yeah, there you I'll, go. I'll say a job. It's a job. All right. Next question. Come on. We got eight minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which Harry Potter... Weasley twin died in the last book, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, and which one lost an ear? Oh, oh, jeez. So First option is both lost ears, but didn't die. Neither died. Both lost an ear. George died. Fred lost an ear. Fred died. George lost an ear. Both died. George died. Fred lost an ear. Final answer. Oh. Was it the other way around? Fred die? No, George dies and Fred loses an ear. That's what it is. Okay. <sighs> All right, next question. Let's go. True or false? Did Shailene Woodley almost play Katniss Hunger Games but failed and Jennifer Lawrence took her place? I don't know. False or true? Mm. <laughs> I'm going true. Keep it rolling. There you go. Next. What was the very first Saturday Night Live commercial? Basomatic, Baby Topes, Litter Critters. <laughs> I'm going to say Litter Critters. <laughs> we talking about like from the 80s or maybe from the, the 70s? 70s. <laughs> yeah, 70s. What is four actors' real name? Theodore Peter James Kennard Topolakis, Toba, Tobus Eaton, Theo James. What? 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 What, what, are you, what are you? What's the question? What is, what is fours actors' real name? What is fours? Like the number four spelled out. For what? Oh, it. probably for Umbrella Academy. Oh, four or yeah. Okay. You got it. I, D- does it reference that it says Umbrella Academy? No, it doesn't. I, I, I mean, that, mm. that's I, I, I got a funny feeling it's not about um, uh, from Umbrella Academy because something tells me this but is. There's a, another. Four. What was that? Shit? What was that movie? There was a movie. Seven? I am. That's what I was thinking. Of. That's what I was thinking. Of. I, or I am number eight, or whatever it was yeah, called. I yeah. Am number four. And, oh, and, oh, I am well, number I am four. Number oh, four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh. All right. Yeah. I thought it was. So, and what? What's the actor's name again? Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number C. Whatever the third one is. I don't know. Let's keep <laughs> it moving. Went, Num- number C. <laughs> he went old school multiple choice. Yeah, go C. Yeah. Abba Cabba. How many syllables are in supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Without counting on your hands. 14, 20, 12, 24, 36. I was going to say brick house. 14. Final answer. Mm. She, she don't care about your counting. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Last question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. And last but not least, does it keep up? Does it keep you up at night that TV show Firefly was canceled? No, I never heard of that show. Well, you better watch it then. Yes, definitely or totally. This oh. is definitely an old test. Um, old, yeah, what does it keep us up at night? Uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> sure, because whoever wrote this test, yeah, they obviously kept them up at night. So yeah, you know definitely yes or totally. Yeah, definitely sure. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving. All right. <laughs> Dumb test. <laughs> Matter and all. Be big, right, man. So the first one was the first one answer was correct. Yeah, I, as you said, I was like, "Yep, that's right." 
Second one. The, and the first one was the airbender. Yeah. Yes. Uh, second one was incorrect. It doesn't even tell me what the answer was. What was the correct answer? Oh, they, they don't tell you? Mm-mm. Whack. It's definitely muffins. Mm. muffins. She looks like a derpy because one of her eyes is not... She looks derpy. Like, one of her eyes is not... It's lazy, I guess. I don't know. She doesn't... It's weird because her cutie mark is bubbles. Her eyes is not working. That's what it works. Yeah. It's just not, you know... It's not focused. It's right. oh, okay. so it, I'm sorry. So I'm reading it's on wrong. So Derpy was the yeah. So that was the right answer. And then three was wrong. It's saying Harry James Potter. Oh, oh. So it was Harry. Uh, four was the sound poop makes in the glitter pea pots. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Five was Fred died. George lost an ear. Oh, so you had it right the I first was, time. Oh, it was yeah. backwards. This test is stupid. Uh, <laughs> six was correct. It was true. All right. We got that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Seven. I think we're one we're and tied. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seven was base omatic. Yes. Oh. Dan Aykroyd cutting up his hand. Uh-huh. Eight was Theodore Peter James Kennard Tapolik. Was that C? That was C. No, that was the first one. No, I'm pretty sure that was C. That was <laughs> definitely definitely wasn't Len. Good try. No. Definitely de- like definitely C. C. Definitely C. Definitely was the third one. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. How many syllables? Fourteen. Okay. Two. That's two. Dang. All right. <laughs> Ariel, that was precious. And the last one two. was yes. So boom. So yeah. So it's tied. So we're tied. It's, no, we're you, tied. You actually, you said. No, 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 no. So we're tied. Cool. No. We're tied. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great. That solves everything. <laughs> we're yeah. tied. So much has been settled now. I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. Equality. All right. All right. There you go. Diversity right. matters. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> cool talk, bro. <laughs> uh, it's time for us to get out of here. <laughs> Good talk, bro. I'm glad we uh, figured that out. You know, Tribbles can get some rest now. To know that we are equally yoked when it comes to things nerdy. (laughs) I'm sure they were concerned as to whether or not, you know, we were legit nerds. But now they know these nerds are mediocre at best. (laughs) Not reflect our actual trivia knowledge. We still coming for that strap. All right. Ooh. Mm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, don't forget you can come out and join us this Sunday at 8.30 at the Malcolm Commons and Coffee House for the final episode of Game of Thrones, followed by a live throne of Tribbles. There, this show will be available come the morn for your download streaming pleasure on blacktribbles.com as well as on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Overcast and every other place that good podcasts be. Don't forget to like and follow us on all the social medias at Black Tribble. If you, where you get your podcasts, Leave us a ranking and a rating that helps people find our show. Stay tuned uh, next week for great new interviews and new news about the the anniversary of 1989's Batman. You'll yep. want to tune in next year to hear that exciting news uh, coming your way from Tribbledom. Uh, and don't forget Respect Pod Fest, the Women's Podcast Festival coming off in this August. Go to Women's Pod podcastfestival.com for more information. Lineup's going to be announced very soon. Whole lots of fun. For Master Triple, Super Triple, Super Saiyan Triple, Storm Triple, the Uncanny Triple, Intern Triple, and the new Prince Triple of the Fire Nation, this is the Bat Triple in parting we say. Hailing. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. Oh my God.